It's time for the first federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on Newstalk 1400 DWS. Tonight's matchup is brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank, serving Champaign County since 1908. And by Pella Window Store, proudly supplying Pella windows and doors for the past 50 years to East Central Illinois. Tonight's game can also be heard live on our website at wdws.com. And now, let's go to the field for tonight's game. And good evening. Welcome to Bottenfield Elementary School here in Champaign. A beautiful night for baseball. Haven't been able to say that too much lately. 75 degrees. Got some plenty of sunshine. Got some clouds as well. Also at one of our fields, Michael Kaiser, Tim Dittman with you. Thanks for joining us. Got the Green Monster in right field, so kind of our own little mini Fenway, but switched around a little bit. The grass infield, so it's a really well-done field here at Bottenfield Elementary School. Uh, these two teams ready to get underway tonight. Wampler taking on Coons. Wampler 6-1 and one on the season. Coons 3-4. and four. These teams have some rainouts to deal with, as you can imagine, with this wet spring we've had here at East Central Illinois. But, Tim, it's, uh, it's our first broadcast this uh, Little League season for you and me. We had one on Monday night with uh, Allie and, and Evan, but uh, it's great to be back on the air for Little League Baseball. Yeah, this is fun. This is probably the most favorite thing I get to do uh, at the Radio Ranch each year is put the spotlight on these youngsters who are working very hard. We will be with you all the way through the season and into the postseason, including the championship game, uh, which I believe is in late June. And you mentioned all the rainouts for these two teams, Wampler and Coons. They've had a combined six rainouts, but they have actually played each other already twice this season. The teams have split those matchups, so we're not even that far into the season, and we've already got a rubber match, and it's possible they can meet again in the postseason. So I expect a very crisp and well-played game tonight because these two teams are very familiar with each other's tendencies. Coons coached by Jim Riley, 3-4 and four so far in this 2019 season. Wampler, 6-1, and one, coached by David O'Malley. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get you ready for this one, get you ready for our second game of the season here on DWS, and we get deeper about a little over a month away from a championship being crowned here in the CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball in 2019. You're listening to the first federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. Welcome back to Bottenfield Elementary School, Champaign East Little League. Michael Kaiser, Tim Dippen with you. We are underway here for the matchup between Wampler and Coons. Right now on the mound, Josh Cursell for Coons, Wampler, First up to bat will be Paxson O'Malley. Right-handed hitter, red jersey, kind of a gray red sleeves. Oh, he's hit by pitch already off the bat. So the first pitch of the game was a hit by pitch. Yeah, it caught him in the shin. Uh, he appears to be just fine. That does not feel good. So up now is Luke Swanson, the shortstop. One and one the count, down to second base. Here's the throw, and it will be... We'll wait for the call. They're going to say he's safe. Looking for guidance from the home, paid, home plate umpire. But sliding into second, just barely. Paxson O'Malley, the throw beat him, but the tag was just a hair late. Cursell, the windup and the pitch. Popped up out of play near the street. I feel sorry for that van. The tree might protect the van a little bit tonight. The coaches, uh, as they often do, give us bio sheets on the players. We'll give you some of those fun facts as the night goes on. Ball gets away. Wild pitch bounces up the first baseline. A little bit over to third base is O'Malley. So he's over there with nobody out. Luke Swanson is a sixth grader at Edison. He's a Cubs fan. 
He roots for North Carolina as his favorite call. That's brave to do around here. Yeah, really brave. Ball outside. Also plays basketball in his spare time, so he's a multi-sport athlete. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Ball gets away just barely, but not enough. Throw down to first base. He's in time. Back to third is O'Malley. Smartly, smart move there by O'Malley to stay at third base, not get caught in a rundown. Another Luke stepping into the batter's box. Right-handed hitting Luke Monahan, the first baseman for Wampler Property Management. Again, they're 6-1 and one here in 2019. Ball inside. Cursell to his battery mate, Sathias McCary. Over at first base, Jacob Riley playing second, Isaiah Allen. Over at third, Wyatt Brownfield swinging a miss. Shortstop, J.D. Shaladny. Left to right in the outfield, Tate Sauer, Brandon Snyder, and Gabe Schaub. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Pitch high. Wampler with the red jerseys, kind of the gray, white, and red, kind of a camo-style look to the sleeves. Pitch. Ball outside. And, you know, that may be new this year for Little League, those camo sleeves, because Coons has them as well. I got to say, I like it. Yeah, I do too. Strike on the outside corner. He struck him out for the second out, and Josh Cursell with a big-time strikeout there. Two strike, two outs now with a runner at third base. Again, that's Paxson O'Malley, the third baseman for Wampler, trying to score here the first run, but two outs. Cursell comes set. The windup brings it home. Pitch high. Checking his swing is Logan Schubert. Ball gets away. Throw home is not in time. The ball gets away. Bobbled by the catcher, Sathias McCary. So the ball squirted away just enough for O'Malley to come home. O'Malley scores. That's one to nothing. Wampler. Foul straight back. Good swing there by Schubert. First run of the game belongs to Wampler. Some good aggressive base running there by O'Malley. Kind of a risky gamble there. He almost was out, but the McCary just couldn't handle it. Fouled straight back once again. Not very often you get back-to-back pitches that you want right in your wheelhouse, but just missing him is Schubert. Here's the pitch. Just a bit low and outside. Schubert the catcher for Wampler. Here's the windup in the pitch from Cursell. Brings it home. Ball gets away. Here's the dugout for Wampler. Now this is fascinating about Logan Schubert. He is a, a World War II enthusiast. He studies history World buff. War II. Yeah, he's a history buff. That's that's fantastic. That's good. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. Two balls, three balls, two strikes, excuse me. Good Logan Schubert on deck. Not on deck because they're not allowed to have me on deck here. William Sakura. Here's the pitch. Line drive base hit up the middle. That'll bring up Wilhelm William. That's a great job there by Schubert to work the count and get a pitch that he wanted. He chased that one a little low, which lends itself to popping up, but he kept that back elbow up and was able to hit it on a line right between the shortstop and the second base bag. And a great piece of hitting there. We're going to have a courtesy runner coming in for... Wampler, and we'll let you know who that is momentarily. Purcell brings it home, just getting a piece. Sakura. That is Ashton Long out there, courtesy running. We expect to see him uh, subbing into the game as a batter and a position player later. Second baseman for Wampler. 
Looking to keep it in alive. Fly ball, right field. Right fielder settles under. It goes over his glove. Shabby can't get it. Runner goes to third and into second base. It's going to be Sakura. So runners at second and third now. Still two outs. one nothing. Wampler. Ashton Long nearly came around third to score. His coach, David O'Malley, decided to hold him up at the last possible second after initially sending him. William Carduck now in, the, the pitcher for Wampler. Yeah, and there was a little indecision there by the uh, Coons right fielder, Schaub, uh, simply just getting that ball back into the infield. But luckily, uh, as you said, Long, uh, luckily for Coons, I should say, Long held up at third. Carduck, Wilhelm Carduck, and the pitcher for Wampler. Swing and a miss. It's a 1-1 count. Two outs, top of the first inning. Strike on the inside corner. Good location from Curcell. A chance to keep this a one to nothing run deficit here for Coons in the top half of the first inning. But he's got two runners on base he's dealing with. Here's the pitch. Pitch is high and inside. Carduck nearly falls over as he backs away. Right-handed hitter. Big, strong righty. For Wampler, would love to drive in a couple more runs. Kicks that leg up high. Strike three. Caught him looking to end the inning. Striking out the side is Josh Curcell for Coons to avoid any more damage. But run, one run does score. That was Paxson O'Malley for Wampler. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back with the bottom of the first inning. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on News Talk 1400 DWS, CU Kiwanis Little League. We're in Champaign East Little League at Bottenfield Elementary School, one of my favorite uh, ballparks here for Little League Baseball. Got the green monster in right. Got uh, grass infield. You don't see too many Little League fields with a grass infield. It's really nicely done. You know, I was just thinking on the way over here, if I were to do a Little League field power rankings... Oh. I would think McFarland Field would be one. Yes. Zahn would be two. This would probably be three. Yes. And then, um, gosh, I can't think of all the others that we broadcast from. I haven't. I've mostly done lately, the last couple of years, this one several times, McFarland and, and Zahn Park a lot. I haven't gone too many other places of late. We got Yankee Ridge and Urbana. Yankee Ridge over in Urbana. That's all we're doing is Bottenfield, McFarland, Yankee. And uh, there's Zon. there's a school off of Windsor Road, and Unit Four is going to kill me for not remembering Robeson. the name Robeson. My uh, stepson what, goes to school there. I should I, know that one. What I like about Robeson is that the broadcast location's in the shade. Yes. So maybe uh, maybe Robeson would be number four on my power rankings, and nothing against Yankee Ridge. They're all great parks, but maybe Yankee Ridge would we're be not five. Trying to play favorites with Champagne either. Right. First federal field here in Champaign, south side of town. The windup in the pitch, swing and a miss. It's Wilhelm Carduck on the mound. Just struck out looking in the top of the first inning. We're in the bottom of the first. His battery mate, Logan Schubert, holds the glove in front of his face, brings it down to chest level. The windup and the pitch popped up out of play near the bleachers. Some kid tried to catch it with his hat unsuccessfully, but good effort there. 0-2 the count. To Isaiah Allen, Josh Curcell up next, and then Jacob Riley. Here's the pitch. Ground ball back to the pitcher. Gets between his legs. Second baseman, shortstop, gets there. Not in time, though. Luke Swanson. So William Sakura, the second baseman. Luke Monahan, the first baseman. Luke Swanson just tried to get the runner at first unsuccessfully. For it's short, Paxson O'Malley 
over at third base. Left to right in the outfield, Sammy Kang, Garen Barker, and Austin Ritter, your outfielders for Wampler. Josh Kersell, the pitcher, now in the batter's box, right-handed hitter. Josh, sorry, Michael. Josh Kersell is a fifth grader at Judah Christian School. He's a Cardinals fan. I'm a big fan of his then. Pitch gets away. Right bounces right back to the catcher. And here's the throw down to second base. Not in time. He had that initial bobble after it bounced right back to him. Otherwise, he might have had him out at second base. Yeah, and there's not a ton of foul territory here at Bottenfield. I'd say eight, nine feet or so. And you're right, Michael. That one took a, a defensive carom, carom that was friendly to the defense. Here's the windup in the pitch. Ground ball to the first baseman. Gloves it, steps on. Unassisted put out. Nice job by Monahan out there to look that one into the glove all the way. He's rocking the shades out there at uh, first base, so he wins some style points, and he also makes a nice unassisted put out. Plenty of sunshine today. It was a beautiful afternoon here in East Central Illinois. Carduck, the windup and the pitch. Check swing by the batter, Jacob Riley, the first baseman for Coons. In three and four on this season, Mentioned the top of this broadcast, these teams have dealt with a combined six rainouts already. They don't make up a total of three of those. Here's the pitch, low inside. Got a few uh, hockey players apparently on the Coons team. Kersell says he plays hockey. Jacob mm -hmm. Riley also says he plays hockey. It's an emerging sport. Could be a sport at a university near you. Line drive caught at third base and the out. Double play unassisted. What a play by the third baseman Paxton O'Malley, the head coach's son, caught it on his shoelaces and hustled over the third base to get the double the double off. J Isaiah Allen there over at third base to end the inning. That's going to be it for the first inning. one nothing our score, Wampler leads Coons. You're listening to First Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. I don't know whether I should let the wrestling bumper music continue to play or talk here, Tim. What's your suggestion? All I know is I give the people what they want. That's right. Tim Dittman, the biggest wrestling fan at News Gazette Media. Some wrestling music is moving to the top of the second inning. Michael Kaiser with you. Strike. First pitch to open the inning. Josh Kersell. Pitching to Austin Ritter, the right fielder for Wampler Property Management. Here's the pitch up to the windup, fouled straight back, just off to the right. You know, it was just announced today that All Elite Wrestling, which is the new wrestling uh, startup company, is going to be televised on TNT. Now, I saw that briefly. Why would our listeners care about that? I don't know. Because that pitch is outside. Uh, Shad Khan and his son Tony are bankrolling that operation. Oh. So they're, they're the head honchos. One, two count. Line drive, base hit up the middle, out of the reach of the second baseman, Isaiah Allen for Coons. So we got a leadoff base hit there for Austin Ritter. That's just your textbook leadoff single there by Ritter. You could probably hear the ping right off the fat part of the bat. Drove it to the opposite field. And... Uh, Garen Barker steps in on the right-handed hitter. No lefties so far tonight. Sammy Kang up next. Strike one. Then back to the top of the order in Paxson O'Malley for Wampler, who leads this one one nothing. Top of the second inning here. First federal field. Pitch outside. Bottenfield Elementary just out to right center. 
Well, kind of makes his way around the whole outfield. Swing and a miss. Strike two, one two count. Barker is a fifth grader at Southside. He's a Cubs fan, also plays soccer in his spare time. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Garen Barker goes down swinging. For the first out here in the top of the second inning, bringing up Sammy Kang, the left fielder for Wampler, his first at bat of the night. Shows bunt, squares around, fouls it off. Defense will be alert now. Still 75 degrees. Sun's starting to go down a little bit, but a beautiful evening. Get out and watch some baseball at First Federal Field in Champaign. Here's the pitch from Kersell. Inside corner, strike two. Good location there by Kersell. Seems under control on the mound. Hits Hitting the glove most of the time. Doesn't waste any time either. Line up in the pitch. Ball gets a squirts away from the catcher down to second base. Here's the throw. It will not be in time. Austin Ritter moves into second base. Now in scoring position with one out. And again, some good heads-up base running by Wampler. You'll remember in the first inning, that's how they scored their run. Now over to third base. Ball squirts away from the catcher. Is not in time. Sliding in is Austin Ritter now at third base. The ball barely squirted away from the catcher, Sathias McCary, but just enough for Ritter to hurry over to third base now with one out and a runner at third base. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Two outs now. Second inning playing out very similar as it did the first inning for Wampler. They got a man on, and then Cursell had back-to-back strikeouts. Ball low inside. Paxson O'Malley was hit by a pitch in the very first pitch of this game. Came around to score. Wampo left runners at second and third in the top of the first inning. Didn't score anymore, but lead one to nothing right now. Here's a little squibber. The pitcher picks it up, tosses over to first base in time to retire the side to end the top of the first inning. So no damage here, but one runner, one hit, one left, no errors. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Wampler leads Coons one to nothing. You're listening to the first federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. That is the sound of Tim Dittman's windshield breaking with a foul ball tonight. No, that hasn't happened yet. It might happen, though. How far down the road street are you? Far enough. Far enough, safe. I'm nowhere close to it. There's just no way a foul ball will go that far away. We're at the bottom of the second inning. Wampler leading Coons one to nothing. Right near Bottenfield Elementary School, first federal field. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Tim Dittman. Due up for Coons, Wyatt Brownfield, Sathias McCary, the catcher, Brandon Snyder, the center fielder. Wyatt Brownfield plays third base. Anybody gets on, J.D. Shaladny, the shortstop. Rest of the lineup, Tate Sauer, Gabe Schaub, and Samara MacArthur. That's the lineup, rest of the lineup for Coons. Wilhelm Carduck back on the pitching rubber. Right-handed pitcher, the windup, brings it home. Strike one called to Wyatt Brownfield. We want to give a shout-out to members of the Brownfield family. We're told he has folks listening all across the country. We'll tell you where in just a moment. Here's the wind-up and the pitch from Carduck. Swing and a miss. Down in St. Louis, Dallas, Texas, Denver, Colorado, Milwaukee, San Diego. Wow. He's got an extended family who uh, is supporting him from all across the country. That's really cool. Swing and a miss. Strike three. 
Well, I like San Diego, and I'm a Cowboys fan, so two of those locations are fantastic to me. Of course, you can uh, listen to all these broadcasts, and you can listen to WDWS 24-7, WDWS.com. Just click Listen Live. You can also find all our podcasts at WDWS.com, including these Little League games. Foul over the – that's a way foul box, straight back over the, the fence and over the concession stand. By Sathias McCary, the catcher. Coons three and four on the season, trying to get back to 500. Again, these two teams have already met twice, the rubber match. There's a little pop-up. Shortstop goes out in the grass just a little bit. Makes the catch. Luke Swanson gets under it with the shades. Getting to the point where we may not need those too much longer. And a great job there by Swanson to be very vocal. I could even hear him from here with my headphones on saying, I got it, I got it, I got it. That's one of the fundamental skills they teach at this level that's going to pay dividends when you play more organized ball in middle and high school. So he did a great job there. Wilhelm Carduck, the wind-up and the pitch, swing and a miss. Bottom fell out of that one. Carduck just looking smooth here in the second inning, bottom of the second inning. It's Coons trails one to nothing to Wampler. Holds the glove at his chest, takes it out, brings it home. Ball gets away from the catcher, bounces right back into his mitt. Almost no effort, just turned around and stuck the glove there. It's 189 down the right field line, but you got to get it above that green monster. 200 down the left field line. Swing and a miss. A fastball just blew it right by him. One ball, two strikes, two outs. One strike away from a 1-2-3 bottom of the second inning for Wilhelm Carduck. Here's the windup and the pitch after getting the sign he wants. There's a foul ball out of play over the dugout. Chase that one a little low, but you can't fault him for being aggressive with two strikes, and uh, especially given the fact that Coons needs maybe a little bit of a jump start here. Coach Jim Ranley of Coons over at third base. Likes the batter's approach here. And a little more patient on that one. That was high and outside to even the count up. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Nobody on. Will be a 1-2-3 inning from Carduck. We'll find out. Ground ball right back to Carduck. Gloves throws over to his first baseman, Luke Monahan, to end the inning to retire the side in order. So Carduck looking pretty smooth here so far through two innings. It's one to nothing Wampler over Coons. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. He's just a common man. Welcome back to CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball here on News Talk 1400 DWS. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser. Thanks for joining us on this beautiful Wednesday evening here in Champaign. We're at First Federal Field near Bottenfield Elementary School. Wampler taking on Coons. Wampler leads one to nothing here in the third inning. Luke Swanson, Luke Monahan, and Logan Schubert, the three do up here in the third. Strike one call to Swanson. William Sakura. If anybody gets on. Here's the windup in the pitch from Curcell. Pop up, straight back over the concession stand once again. 0-2 the count. Swanson uh, on his bio sheet here says he's itching to hit a home run. He makes special note that he has not had one yet this season. So keep, Motivation. An, eye, keep an eye on that power hitting. Will not happen here. Swing and a miss, struck out. He was, I think he thought he had one more strike to go. 
probably heard you say he wanted to hit a home run and was disappointed he didn't get it there. I, I certainly hope I didn't distract him. Ball high, and I'll tell you, Josh Grissell is not wasting any time on the mound, the pitcher for Coons, which is good for your defense, keeps them on their toes. The windup and the pitch once again. Ball two, 2-0 two the count to Luke Monahan, the first baseman. Back-to-back -back Luke's in the lineup for Wampler. And here comes Cursell once again. The windup in the pitch. Low and inside. Monahan, sorry, Michael. Monahan is a sixth grader at St. Matthews. He's a Cardinals fan. Paul Goldschmidt, his favorite player. I like that. I love that Paul Goldschmidt's on the team now. Base hit to right field. Right fielder had no chance to come in to grab that one. Gabe Schaub. Gets the ball back in in a hurry to keep it to a single. As I look out there, that's actually MacArthur out there in right field, oh. so they made a defensive substitution. Okay. Sometimes they let us know, though. Sometimes they don't. That's completely fine. We usually find out eventually. Samara MacArthur is out there. Here's a ground ball to the shortstop. Could be two. Bobbles it and have no play anywhere. Smartly, J.D. Shaladny puts it in his back pocket and doesn't throw it anywhere because it did not have a play. Make the change on our sheets to Samara MacArthur out and right. The sun's right in her face right now. Swing and a miss. Strike one. So we have one out here for Wampler in the top of the third inning. Wampler leading one nothing. Two runners aboard. Here's a line drive down the third baseline. It's going to drop. It's going to score at least one run. It gets by the left fielder, Sauer, coming in to score easily. Is Luke Monahan, or excuse me. Luke Monahan scores. Luke Swanson got out first, so Monahan, yes, did score all the way from second base. Now runners at second and third. William Carduck steps in. That was a hit by William Sakura. A double. RBI double. Carduck struck out looking back in the first inning. Purcell in quite a bit of trouble here with the team. His team down 2-0 already. Swing and a miss. Carduck with a chance to get himself a pretty big cushion here in the top of the third inning. Yeah, looking to help his own cause. He's been great on the mound and has a chance to break this one wide open for Wampler. There's a strike. 0-2 the count. Carduck is a self-described sports geek. Says he also plays basketball in his spare time, and he's a member of the scouts. Ball outside, one and two the count. So let's reset things here. Over at third base, Logan Schubert. Williams Sakura at second base. One run in here in the top of the third inning. Strike on the outside corner. Struck him out. Carduck unable to help himself. Two outs now, and Josh Cursell with a big moment in this game. Coons trailing Wampler two to nothing. Another hit will make it four to nothing, most likely. So a big time at bat here. For the pitcher, Cursell. Pitch is just high. Good job checking the swing. Austin Ritter, who had a single in the second inning, got all the way to third base but did not score. Pitch low. Ball two, 2-0 two oh the count. Austin Ritter trying to get aboard for Garen Barker. Ball outside and high, 3-0 the count. So three balls, no strikes, two outs, top of the third inning. Josh Cursell trying to keep it to a two-run deficit for Coons. 
Waste no time on the mound. The windup and the pitch. Strike right down the middle. Good location there. Got to figure Ritter was taken all the way. Yeah, and Kersell had been struggling with his location throughout the at-bat. He was all over the place, but really positioned that one good. Strike two. Back-to-back -back strikes. Ritter taking probably again, forcing him to throw a strike. He's done that two pitches in a row. Looking the runner back to third was Sathias McCary, the battery made for Kersell. Here's the pitch. It's an important one. Swing and a miss. He struck him on a pitch high and away. And Josh Kersell with an important strike out of this game to keep his team within two runs. But one run does score on a couple of hits. Wampa leading this one 2 to nothing over Coons. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. Welcome back to CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball here on Newstalk 1400 DWS. He's Tim Detman. I'm Michael Kaiser. Blake landed back at the station, running the controls, getting that wrestling music out to you tonight. Appreciate him as always. First federal field in Champaign right near Bottenfield Elementary School. Bottom of the third inning, Wampler leads Coons 2 to nothing. Leading things off will be J.D. Shaladny, the shortstop, followed by the left fielder for Coons, Tate Sauer. Then Gabe Schaub, the right fielder. Anybody gets on Samara McArthur will get her first at bat of the night. Because she's playing defense now in right field for Coons. Here's the windup in the pitch from Wilhelm Carduck. Strike one. He has looked sharp tonight in the first two innings. Looking to continue that theme here in the bottom of the third. Wampler off to a great start here in the 2019 season at 6-1. Popped up out of play. Foul. If you're doing the math and something seems off, we were told tonight that Coons isn't going to bat all 10. So uh, MacArthur is number 10 in the lineup, but she will. they're just going to bat everyone all the way through. Pop up once again, about the same location. Straight back near the concession stand behind us. No balls, two strikes to the leadoff hitter, J.D. Shaladny. Here's the windup in the pitch from Wilhelm Carduck. Brings it home. Grab ball right back to Carduck, snags it, throws over to first in time, Luke Monahan for the 1-3 putout. And that was a sharply hit ground ball. Nice job by Carduck to get the glove down. Uh, you'll remember in the first inning there was a hit up the middle. In fact, it was the first uh, hit of the ball game that went through his glove. So you could tell he, he learned the lesson there. He knows, okay, if it's hit back at me, i got to get that glove down immediately. And he made a great snag on that play and a great throw over to first. Nice fundamental play there, helping its own cause. Here's the windup and the pitch from Carduck outside. Tate Sauer, the left fielder, his first at bat of the night. You can imagine that because Carduck has been sharp like I mentioned. He also does not waste any time. Wilhelm Carduck brings it home, all in the dirt. Tate Sauer is a Cubs fan. Anthony Rizzo, his favorite player. Other sports he plays, soccer and basketball. Here's the windup and the pitch. Fouled off the dugout to and the right. Another one of his hobbies, wait for it, Michael, Fortnite. Oh. Like many kids his age, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, I'm just I've... saying it's incredibly popular. I have not been involved in that in any way. Professional athletes use it. Here's the windup of the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Bottom of the third. Wampler leading Coons. Wilhelm brings it home. Wilhelm Carduck pop up. 
into short right field, and second baseman William Sakura could not get it just over the outreach of his glove for a hit for Coons and Tate Sauer. Yeah, that was kind of hitting to the Bermuda Triangle out there. Sakura, the second baseman, Barker, the center fielder, and Ritter, the right fielder, were all converging on it. And as you pointed out, Michael, it was just out of the reach of Sakura's glove, who was backtracking into the outfield. Ball. One, one and oh, the count, one out. So Coons has something going here. Two and zero the count. Carduck brings it home. Ball inside, just off the plate. Gabe Shaw, the right fielder. Carduck has the glove in front of his face, brings it down, brings it home. Swing and a miss. Three balls, one strike, one out. Bottom of the third inning. Wampler up two to nothing over Coons. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. No, sorry, strike two, excuse me. Getting ahead of the game there. Sorry, Gabe. Champaign East Little League action here tonight. Our second broadcast of this 2019 season. Strike three on the outside corner. Caught him looking. Schaub goes down. Now Samara MacArthur. Her first at bat of the night. The Tim mentioned. Ten players for Coons, all ten are just going to bat. Of course, she was in right field as a defensive replacement in the last half inning. Here's the pitch from Carduck. Strike on the outside corner. Navy blue jerseys with a kind of, you see that's red on those camouflage-looking sleeves. Navy blue and white. She has white pants, royal blue socks, black shoes, white batting helmet with black streaks to it. No batting gloves. Matt Carpenter style. When I was in Little League, I never wore batting gloves either. Here's the pitch. Strike two. One and two the count. Never wore gloves while golfing either. So Tim knows what her reasoning for doing that. Here's the pitch. Ball gets away. Two and two the count. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner scoots down to second base. That is Tate Sauer. Ball gets away from the catcher enough. Logan Schubert just kind of jogs into second base. The windup and the pitch from Wilhelm Carduck. Strike three. Cotter looking. Samara MacArthur strikes out the end of the inning. No damage from Coons. After one hit and one left, no errors. One left. We go to the fourth inning. It's Wampler two. Coons nothing. You're listening to the first federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. I love you, Tim. Always spicing up the broadcast. My partner, Tim Dittman, Michael Kaiser with you from Bottenfield Elementary School. First federal field in Champaign. We're in the top of the fourth inning. Wampler up the bat. Strike one to the leadoff hitter, Garen Barker, the center fielder. Wampler up 2 nothing over Coons. Oh, Collins Rosh, excuse me. Yeah, Collins Rush, uh, Rush subbing in to center field defensively that last inning for Wampler, and now he is leading off the top of the fourth. Sammy King up next, and Paxton O'Malley scored the first run of the game for Wampler. We'll be due up. Anybody gets on Luke Swanson, swing and a miss. Collins Rush 
Right-handed hitter, holds the bat down on the knob. Ball, two and two the count. Josh Curcell still on the mound, his battery mate, Sathias McCary. Takes his time, brings it home. Pitch outside, three and two the count, full count. Again, these two teams have met twice already. They've split the matchup. This is the rubber match here in the 2019 season. Ball inside, low. It's a leadoff walk. Collins rush. Comes in off the bench, plays a little defense, and then gets a walk in his first at bat. That is the first walk of the night for either pitcher. That's a pretty good control. The ball gets away. As soon as I say that, a wild pitch into second base easily is Rush. A runner in scoring position for Wampler Property Management. Micah Kang now in. As I look up there, that's number 12 at bat. Yep. Micah Kang, the brother of Sammy Kang, so they swapped one Kang for another. Doesn't get much easier than that. You just got to write Kang down in your scorebook a second time. Yep. Ball outside. Nice job by the catcher, McCary, to keep that in front of him. Otherwise, the runner's over at third base easily. McCary doing a great job behind the dish tonight. Strike on the outside corner. Two balls, two strikes. I'm going to guess Micah King is in left because that's where his brother was playing, but we'll get confirmation at the bottom of the inning. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Down on strikes is Micah King for the first out here in the top of the fourth inning with Wampler leading 2 to nothing over Coons. Coons 3-4 and four on the season. Wampler 6-1 and one, trying to continue its winning ways. Wild pitch gets away right back to the catcher. Picks up, throws over to third base, and good backup by Shalandi. The ball gets away from the third baseman. The runner smartly stays at second base in rush. Would have been a really close play down at third. Yeah, good job by McCary behind the dish to get that down there quickly. Here's the pitch. Just a bit high. Curcell into Paxson O'Malley. He led off the game with a hit by pitch. Ball high again. 2-0, the 3-0 the count. He came around to score. Throw down to second base to try to catch the runner off guard. That was unsuccessful. Three balls, no strikes. One out here in the top of the fourth inning. Here's the pitch. Pitch inside. Four straight balls. O'Malley heads over to first base. And looks like we got a time in the action here. The catcher going out to talk to his pitcher. Usually it's the coach that goes to do that here. Again, more leadership shown there by McCary. Not not waiting for the coach to come out. Basically saying, "Hey, I'm going to go calm down. Uh, I'm going to go calm down my pitcher myself." So definitely smart leadership, mature leadership there from Sathias McCary talking to Josh Curcell. Here's the pitch, fouled off to the right. He had his pitch there, and that vehicle was spared on that line drive from the tree because that was just crushed foul to the right. Here's the pitch from Curcell. Pitch is high, gets away from the catcher. Both runners are going to advance, and they easily will do so. McCary smartly just throws it back to his pitcher. So now runners at second and third. That is Rush over at third base. O'Malley at second, and only one out here at the top of the fourth inning. And Luke Swanson, the shortstop, with a chance to do some big-time damage here. Line drive to center field. It's going to drop in for a hit just beyond second base. One run is going to score. They're sending the second one. Here's the throw. It will not be in time, and into second base is going to be Swanson on the throw. So two more runs score on the two-run single 
from Swanson that advanced to second on the throw. Well, now we have a pitching chance coming. We'll see. Looks like that is going to be the case. So Coons making a pitching change. Josh Kersell is done, giving up four runs here in three and a third innings. We'll break down his numbers coming up. Stay with us. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on News Talk 1400 DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Tim Dibbon. Pitching change, new pitcher for Coons, Wyatt Brownfield, replacing Josh Cursell. Give up four runs and three in a third inning. And Wampler still looking to do some damage. Second base is Luke Swanson after the two-run single. And then he advances second on the throw. Another Luke stepping into the batter's box. Another right-handed hitter, Luke Monahan, the first baseman for Wampler. Only one out here at the top of the fourth inning. Wampa would like to add on to this lead even more. Two runs already in in the inning. As far as I can tell, Kersell moves from uh, pitcher to center field, and then Snyder will come in from center field to third base. So those are the defensive changes for Coons. There's a ball, 2-0 oh the count. So Coons just trying to stay in this one. Here's the pitch. Line drive right back up the middle. Base hit, shorts up, and the pitcher neither had any chance at that one. Bobbled in the center field, but wouldn't have mattered anyway. Easily scoring is Luke Swanson, but no chance at a throw, even though it was fielded cleanly. So another RBI single, this time by Luke Monahan. So the Luke's getting it done. Luke Swanson with a two-run single. Luke Monahan with an RBI single himself. And it is five to nothing. Wampling here in the top of the fourth. So Wyatt Branfield. On the mound now. Gives up his RBI single on his first batter of the game. Want to know the count. Here's the pitch. Pitch is high and outside. Tough to come in in a situation like this in the fourth inning and get warm with runners in scoring position. Popped up out of play right near the bleachers. And a kid made a did he make the catch with his glove? Almost made a great effort there. Diving grab almost by a fan here tonight. He's running with his glove. I, I like that kid. He came prepared. He did. About five or six years old. Just a guess. There's a base, base hit right up the middle. Split the defenders. Shorts up and the second baseman. And now runners at first and second and still only one out. is Logan Schubert, the catcher, with a base hit. Book's now officially closed on Kersell uh, for Coons. He goes three and a third, gives up five runs on three hits, two walks. He did hit one batter. Uh, silver lining, he did have nine strikeouts, so not bad there. William Sakura, the second baseman for Wampler. Runner in scoring position. The ball does not get away really that much at all, so the runner just kind of flirted and forced Sathias McCarry to float, throw down to third base, but neither runner was going to advance from first or second base. No chance to advance on that one. But Maiden McCary throw nonetheless. Here's the pitch out of the stretch. Ball low inside. 2-0 the count. So Brownfield struggling a little bit here. His first couple of batters give up back-to-back hits. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. 3-0 the count. Still only one out in the top of the fourth. Wampler three runs in, leading 5 to nothing. 
Two walks and three hits have helped with those three extra runs. Strike, nice location, took something off of that pitch to Brownfield. Down at second base, Luke Monahan over at first, Logan Schubert. Here's the pitch, not wasting any time. Ground ball to the second baseman, and unable to field it cleanly, goes into right field. At least one run's going to come around to score. He does. That is Monahan, and it's six to nothing. Wampler over to third base, advancing first to third is Schubert. It is Coons. Now quite a bit of a hole here in the top of the fourth inning. Two runners in scoring position now with only one out. Brownfield out of the stretch, brings it home. Good pick by McCary out of the dirt. Yeah, the inning for Wampler started walk, strikeout, walk, and then it's gone two RBI double, RBI single, single, and an RBI double. There's a ball, 2-0 the count. Was able to advance to second there. Schubert down at third. Sakura at second. Swing and a miss. William Carduck, the pitcher. Two and one the count. Last time he was up in this position with a couple of runners on, he struck out looking. Trying to change that this time and even add to the lead. Again, it's 6 nothing. Wampler over Coons. Here's the pitch. Good eye by Carduck. You can see, Tim, that he wanted every piece of that pitch and watched it all the way in, and it was just too low. And he really never moved his bat toward the ball. He has taken some really big cuts this game. You can tell he just wants to crush one. Here's the pitch. And ball four, and he walks. McCary looks to run her back to third base. Ball just kind of hit the dirt, but still, again, didn't get anywhere far enough away for the runner to come home. Logan Schubert from third base. So bases are loaded now. Still only one out. And Wampler's batted around here in this fourth inning. Strike one to Austin Ritter. He had a single, advanced all the way to the third and the second, and then in the third inning he struck out. Sakura, Schubert, Carduck all in the base pass. There's a little ground ball to the pitcher. He throws home, and it is in time. Had it come off the plate, so he had to tag the runner. And the home plate umpire calls him out. His head coach tells him to slide David O'Malley. So out at home is Schubert. The runners all advance. Sakura now over to third base. Carduck up to second. And Austin Ritter first on the fielder's choice. Two outs. Very dangerous throw there, Tim, because he kind of threw it into the third base line. And uh, got a little bit of hurry because he needed a force out at home. But he tagged the run out nonetheless. But it could have been a collision there on the, on the baseline. Again, McCary has been playing very heads-up baseball behind the dish tonight for Coons. Ball gets away. The runner does not advance. It bounced off the backstop into the third base line. But they had nowhere to go. That's Sakura over at third base. This is the 10th man to bat here in the fourth inning. Four runs have already scored. We have two outs. Bases are loaded. As long as my math is correct, there's this, this Colin... Collins rush up again for the second time. There's a strike. He walked and came around to score. One ball, one strike, two outs here in the top of the fourth inning. Six to nothing, Wampler over Coons. Looking to win the rubber matchup between these two teams. Here's the pitch. Ball gets away once again, bounces right back to the catcher. And Sathias McCary is just up in a hurry every time the ball gets past him. 
he does a great job whipping that mask off real quick and finding the ball and then taking stock of where the runners are. He's got some real talent behind the dish. Again, we're top of the fourth inning. Swing and a miss, strike two. So an important pitch here from Brownfield. Bases are still loaded. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Collins' rush could do some major damage here and really blow this game wide open. Comes set. It is Brownfield. Gets the sign he wants. Brings it home. Strike. Just dropped it in there. Caught him looking on the off-speed pitch to end the inning. So Collins' rush strikes out, but not before four runs cross the plate for Wampler Property Management. Four runs on five hits. And Wampa leads this one six to nothing over Coons. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. You're listening to the first federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on News Talk 1400 DWS. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser. Thanks for joining us tonight. We're at Botton Field Elementary School in Champaign at First Federal Field. Champaign East Little League action. Wampler right now dominating this matchup over Coons 6 to nothing. Again, the rubber match between these two teams this season. Coons 3 and 4 trying to get back to 500. Wampler 6 and 1. Leading things off here for Coons in the top bottom of the 4th inning, Isaiah Allen. Only one at bat so far here tonight. Red batting gloves, red and white batting gloves, predominantly red. Yeah, Allen, the leadoff hitter, the lineup has just now turned over in the fourth inning here for Coons, which Will. tells you the Wampler pitchers have been great tonight. Actually, just the one pitcher, uh, Will Carduck. Here's the pitch. Here's a ground ball, a little squibber to the first baseman, and he's going to easily get over there in time, unassisted, three unassisted by the first baseman, Luke Monahan. Speaking of Luke Monahan, we got to mention a couple breaks ago that his uncle Mark Smith is listening in so we want to give a special shout out to Mark and say thank you for listening appreciate it as always William Carduck holds the glove in front of his face shakes off the first sign says yes to the second one with a nod of the head brings it comes set brings it home low and outside want to know the count but Wilhelm Carduck getting it done on the mound tonight on the pitching rubber Holds that glove in front of his face. You can only see his eyes. And he brings it down to his chest and home. Strike one. One and one the count. One out here at the bottom of the fourth. Wampler leading Coons six to nothing. Only two hits so far for Coons in this game. Here's a ground ball. The first baseman picks it up. Nobody's covering first. Carduck kind of mad at himself there. Knows he should have been covering first base. Doesn't get there. Now that's kind of a shame because it was a great backhanded stab by Monahan, but you're right, Michael Carduck, uh, just not able uh, to get over there in time. It's sort of a, a mental rule of thumb for pitchers. When the ball is hit to your left, you need to go to your left because more than likely your first baseman's going to be drawn off the bag to make the play, so you have to cover the bag. There's a line drive past the shortstop. It was just crushed. No chance for Luke Swanson, frustrated with himself, but didn't really have a play. It was hit too hard. Hustled back in. Great defense by Collins. Rushed to get it back in to Swanson, who throws over to second base to hold the runner to a single. So great defensive efforts there by Wampler to prevent that from being second and third and one out. But over third base, advancing on the hit is Josh Curcell. See if this is the inning where Coons breaks through. 
Jacob Riley steps into the dish. Right-handed hitter holds the bat up near his helmet. Fly ball into center field. Center fielder coming on to make the grab. Here's the tag up and the throw. And it will not be in time. Throw to first base to hold the runner at first base, knowing he had no chance to get the runner. So the first run comes across, and it's Josh Cursell of Coons. Six to one, our score. Yeah, so it will go down as a sack fly RBI for Brownfield. As you mentioned, Cursell tags up and scores. And it's a six to one ball game. Good job by the center fielder. Collins rushed to settle under that one. Didn't get in a hurry. Knew he would not have a play at home. Swing and a miss, two outs. Wilhelm Carduck probably not happy with himself there. Would like to keep a shutout going, but it's six to one. Here's the pitch from Carduck. Swing and a miss, miss on a pitch high and outside. 0-2 the count, so no balls, two strikes, two outs. Bottom of the fourth. One run in for Coons on that one hit. Here's the windup in the pitch. Pop up on the infield. Carduck settles under it and makes the grab to retire the side. And he drops it on the pitching rubber to end the inning. So one run on one hit, no errors, one left. We'll go to the fifth. Wampa leading 6-1 to one over Coons. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Tim Dittman. Thanks for joining us tonight at First Federal Field in Champaign. 6-1 to one our score here in the top of the fifth inning. Wampler had a big four spot in the fourth inning. Had ten men come to the plate. Left the, the bases loaded. They left eight men on base here tonight. But still have that 6-1 to one lead. Got some changes there, Tim? Yeah, still trying to track all these <laughs> down here. We know uh, Schaub is in right field for Coons. MacArthur is now at center mm -hmm. field. And we also have Tate Sauer at second base. Isaiah Allen is on the bench. Round ball, the shortstop. Over to first in time. Nice play by J.D. Shalandi on the routine play there. Just stuck with it, put his glove down, kept the ball in front of him, threw across the diamond for the first out to retire the first hitter here in the fifth inning, and that is was Micah Kang, I believe. Of course, he's only the second at bat of the game. So 6-3 on the putout. Now Paxson O'Malley. Another interesting stat in this game, you know, Wampler's been able to push across six runs, but they've also left eight runners stranded. Here's a ground ball to the shortstop once again. Nice play. Throws across the diamond. Shalandi in, not in time. Great hustle down the line by Paxson O'Malley, the third baseman for Wampler, to beat the throw. Not much more that Shalandi could have done there. Infield single for O'Malley. They're calling him out. Home plate umpire overrules the field umpire. And he does not believe it. Paxson O'Malley's just got his hands up going, what? How? It was a close play, ball inside. Now I've got to change my score sheet. Good thing we use pencils. So it'll be another 6-3, so two outs. Here's a ground ball just in front of the catcher, then rolled back foul. Just kind of a little squibber there out in front of the play, but rolled right back foul. 
So, you know, one thing I've noticed, uh, we've talked a lot about McCary behind the dish. There's one color on his wardrobe that stands out, and it's green, and he's got a big Michigan State logo on his mask. Yeah, so if you're wondering, there's a line drive into left field. Over the left fielder's head, probably the hardest ball we've had all night long, rolls all the way to the wall, and that's Luke Swanson, the shortstop, running into second base. Thought about going to third, and now he will. It gets away from the pitcher. Here's the throw. It will not be in time. Actually, it would have been in time possibly, but just Brandon Schneider could not grab it, could not corral it as he was tagging. The ball arrived at the same time, probably impacted the ability to catch the ball over at third base. An absolute crush to left by Luke Swanson. Yeah, that one got all the way to the wall. I agree with you, Michael. The hardest hit we ball uh, we've seen tonight. There's a ground ball back to the pitcher over his head. Nice play by the second baseman to keep it in front of him, but he'll throw to first and not in time. And now it gets away from the first baseman. Here's the throw into second base. And it I don't know what to call here. The, the, the shortstop has the ball, and the runner was barely at the base. They're going to say he's safe. I was expecting him to be out there. But it'll be a base hit and advances to second on the throw. I tell you what, the two, three, and four hitters for Wampler have just been crushing the ball tonight. We'll get you their numbers here in a little bit. So an RBI single and then goes to second on the wild throw to first base. That's officially a double for Luke Swanson, who then advanced to the third on the throw back into the infield. So a, a double and a single. Here's the pitch. Ground ball right back to the pitcher. He stabs it, throws over to first in time to retire the side. But not before another run comes across. So we got two hits, one run, one left. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning. 7-1 to Wampler leads Coons. You're listening to the first federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser. First federal field in Champaign right next to Botton Field Elementary School. One of our favorite fields, NCU Kiwanis Little League Baseball, the grass infield. Got the green monster, I like to call it, in right. It's 189 down the line, but it's not account for how tall that fence is down the right field line. The rest of the fence is normal height from right center all the way to, down the left field line, 200 to left. I don't see a marker in center for how deep it is to center, regardless. My guess would be maybe right in the middle, maybe 195. Yep. Wampler leading 7-1 to one here at the bottom of the fifth. Sathias McCary, the catcher for Coons, steps into the batter's box. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss at the first offering from Wilhelm Carduck, who's gone the distance at this point. Well, Brandon Snyder's up, excuse me. Here's the pitch. Ground ball to the second baseman. Picked up, throws over in time to retire the first hitter of the inning. Again, that's Brandon Snyder. 4-3 is the put out. Go back quickly to that last frame by Wampler. I mentioned their two, three, and four hitters. Swanson, Monahan, and Schubert are on fire tonight. Really, you could put the five-hitter, Socorro, in there as well. But two, three, and four are a combined nine for 12, three runs, four RBI. There's a ball. J.D. Shalandi, the shortstop, Raccoons. Swing and a miss. Strike one, one and count. One and one in the count, one out. 
with Myas McCary got out in the last half innings. There's a strike two, one and two the count. Tate Sauer up next. Anybody gets on Gabe Schaub. Carduck, the windup and the pitch. Strike three, struck him out. Caught him swinging, J.D. Shalandi for the second out. So Carduck looking for another one, two, three inning here in the bottom of the fifth with this team up seven to one. Tate Sauer steps in. as a single in his only at bat of the night. Only three hits for Coons, one run, trailing by six. Wilhelm Carduck has just been dominating on the mound tonight. The windup and the pitch, pitch outside, one and one the count. Wilhelm holds the glove down his waist, brings it up to his face. Doesn't waste any time accepting the sign from his catcher, Logan Schubert. Brings it home, it's a ball, two and one the count. Very good pace to the game from Carduck. Looks into his catcher, puts the glove in front of his face, nods yes, and here's the windup. He brings it home. Inside, three and one the count with two outs and nobody on here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Carduck would love to end the inning here with a chance to come back out in the sixth to end this game and have a complete game. Here's the windup and the pitch from Carduck. Outside and high, ball four. So a two-out walk to Tate Sauer. Bring in Gabe Schaub. And that's the first walk of the night for Carduck. Again, as you mentioned, Michael, he's had a, a great game on the mound. Just kind of let that at bat get away from him. Schaub also only one at bat in this game. Struck out looking back in the third. Swing and a miss. At this point, Coons trying to get something going any way they can. Down by six here in the bottom of the fifth inning with two outs. Only one runner aboard. But anything can happen here in Little League. Which is outside, gets away toward the dugout a little bit enough to get the runner down to second base. So Tate Sauer now in scoring position. A base hit will make it 7-2. Gabe Schaub with a note with a 1-1 count with two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. Carduck gets the sign he wants. Here's the windup, brings it home. Swing and a miss, strike two, one and two the count. Carduck, no matter what the situation has been tonight, whether runners have been on or not, he has pitched out of the windup. Has not done the stretch, at least that I've seen tonight, at any of his pitches. Strike three, caught him looking on the outside corner. Gabe Schaum goes down looking for the second time tonight. Two strikeouts in the inning, one walk, no runs, no hits, one left, no errors. We're going to the last inning, going to the sixth. It's 7-1 to one, Wampler over Coons. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. <laughs> Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on News Talk 1400 DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Tim Dittman. First federal field in Champaign right next to Bottenfield Elementary School just off of Prospect Avenue, just kind of to uh, west of Prospect Avenue anyway. Right next to a residential neighborhood. We're in the top of the sixth inning. Wampler coming to bat up 7-1 to one here. Looking to improve to 7-1 and one on the season. Coons, three and four, trying to rally here. And they'll have one more bat after in the bottom of the six, try to rally to get back into the game. Hitters do up here for Wampler. William Sakura. 
William Carduck and Austin Ritter. Anybody gets on. Collins Rush. Sakura has been the second baseman tonight. Tim's getting several changes for us when we get those to you as soon as we get a moment here. Here's the pitch. Well, we have a slew, as that one's outside. We have a slew of defensive changes. Yeah. The most pertinent is Snyder is now pitching for uh, Joseph Coons. Pitch high and back here off the backstop. Not even catchable by the catcher, Sathias McCary. So yeah. Brownfield is now at first. Again, that's just a couple of the many substitutions defensively for Coons, and, and we'll maybe get you some of those as we go along, but we can tell you Snyder is pitching. There's a ball, 2-0 oh, the count. Brandon Snyder was... I just figured that one out right before you said it. William Sakura, pitch inside, ball four, on a three and zero pitch, four straight pitches, balls. Oh, William Carduck will be coming up with a runner on once again. The pitcher will be trying to go the distance later this inning. Top of the sixth inning against seven to one Wampler over Coons. Sakura had an RBI double in the third. Another RBI double in the fourth, and now a walk here in the sixth. Carduck with a strikeout and a walk tonight. It's 0 for 1 officially. Here's the pitch. High. Umpire ducking out of the way. Brandon Snyder's first inning of work here for Coons. The third pitcher of the night for Coons. Ball gets away, bounces back somewhat to the catcher. Throw down to second base will not be in time. Good backup by Samara MacArthur on the throw. The numbers for Wyatt Brownfield pitching for Coons. He goes one and two-thirds, gives up three runs on six hits, couple walks, couple strikeouts. Carduck, strike one, three and one the count. Somewhat control issues so far for Brandon Snyder, but he's been not pitching the entire game, so just trying to get warm here in the sixth inning. Looks in, bends over to see what the sign he wants. Pitching out of the stretch with the runner at second base. Pitches high and inside. Gets away from the catcher. Down to first base will be William Carduck. Over to the third, William Sakura. So runner at third base, nobody out. First and third, nobody out. Back-to-back -back walks for Carduck now in his last two at-bats. See what Coons does here, down 7-1. to one. Carduck heading into the dugout. Yeah, we're going to have a courtesy runner here for Wampler. And looks like we have a left-handed hitter for the first time tonight. Um, I'm not sure who this is. So he turns around to see if I can catch his number. Strike. 0-1-1 oh, the count. We have, oh, here we go. No. Number 10 is J.D. Shalot. No, so Wampler has a number 10, but no, does not have a number 10 next to anyone. I'm not sure who this is. Tim will go through our notes here so we can figure this one out. Nonetheless, our first left-handed hitter of the night. Pitches high and outside. Stuck in the backstop behind the padding. And the runner is going to come home to score, but they're going to send him back to third because it got stuck in the backstop right here. I don't think I've ever seen that before because there's a padding right back there. And it got in between the padding and the fence and just stuck there. 
The batter is Ashton Long. There it is, he, Ashton Long. He was a courtesy runner uh, early yep. on in the ball game, and now he's getting his first at bat. Apologize, Ashton. Glasses, no batting gloves, holds the bat down on the knob. Pitch outside. Three and one the count, still nobody out. Runner at third base, runners at second. Ball, once again, gets away from the catcher down to first base. So now it's eight to one is our score, because they did score one in this inning. Which is outside. Socorro over at third base. I think, who scored? Isn't that, there's a pop-up back over here by us. Hits off the roof of the concession stand, rolls off the back side. A little bit of confusion here. That we'll get her figured out for you. Wampler's leading. Yeah. How about that? And the scoreboard says 8-1. to one. That's what we'll go with. I don't think anybody's scored in this inning. Down to second base is Ashton Long. I believe that was Ashton's first to bat of the night. Is that correct? That's correct. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss on the outside corner. Kind of fishing after that one. This Garen Barker up for Wampler Property Management. Royal blue batting helmet, red jersey, gray pants, royal blue belt. Pitch outside. Three balls, two strikes, no outs. Top of the sixth inning, 8-1 to one, Wampler with the lead over Coons. Here's the pitch. In the dirt, ball four. Another walk here in the inning. Coming up now is Sammy Kang replacing his brother Micah. That could have been Colin. That was, no, that was Garen Barker. Want to know the count? This is fun, isn't it? Yeah, just trying to keep it all straight. A lot of changes in Little League Baseball, and at times we get told about some of them, not all of them. Sometimes I can't see the numbers. Which is high off the backstop, right back to the catcher. Runners aren't going to be able to go anywhere, but the base is loaded for Wampler. But you know what? It's all in fun. Oh, yeah, I had a great time. This is this is a lot of fun. and uh, What we say has no bearing on the game whatsoever. It's all about having fun. And this has been a great ball game. And this is beautiful weather. Still 73 degrees, sun going down. Ball in the dirt. Good job by Sathias McCary to keep that at least in the neighborhood to keep a runner from coming home. Coming home. Here's the pitch, swing and a miss. Three and one the count. Brandon Snyder on the mound. Raccoons pitching out of the stretch. Sammy King waits for it, swing and a miss. Strike two, three and two the count. Still nobody out. One run has scored. Isaiah Allen was the pinch runner, you know, if you will for Wilhelm Carduck, who was trying to stay fresh to kind of close this game out. Ball gets away from the catcher. Down to first we go, and it'll be walking in a run. Brandon Snyder, it's now 9-1. to one. So Allen comes around to score for Carduck. 
Ashton Long over at third base now. William Sakura scored the first run of this inning. So that's the run we were missing. So it is indeed 9-1. to one. I think we both fell asleep at the wheel. In top of the sixth inning, Wampler looking to improve to 7-1. and one. Pitch high, ducking out of the way is Paxson O'Malley, the third baseman. It's possible we may get into a run rule scenario here if two more runs come across. There's a ground ball fair down the third baseline. Bounces off the bag. One run is going to score. Tough play for the third baseman for Coons. There's a bounce off the bag as he went over to third base. Yeah, that's just one of those weird hops where you can't do a whole lot about it. Gabe Schaub did his best, but not much he can do there. 10 to 1 our score. Coming in to score is Ashton Long. So his first run of the night, his first at bat, got on base, came around to score. All three runners have, we have three runs score in this inning. Sakura, the runner for Carduck, it was essentially Carduck, and Ashton Long have scored. Garen Barker over at third base. Sammy Kang at first. The bases still are loaded. Sammy Kang just sitting on the second base bag out there, pretty comfortable. The infield single by Paxson O'Malley, Luke Swanson, the shortstop. Are we having another pitching change here? Or are they just. I think we are having another pitching change. We'll take a timeout. We'll let the new pitcher get warmed up, tell you who he is. Break or down. she is in this oh, instance. Oh, nope. Now that everybody clears out of the way, I can see it. It's uh, Samara MacArthur. We'll let Samara get warmed up. We'll take a break. Stay with us. You're listening to Little League Base, the first federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. Welcome back to CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball action here on News Talk 1400 WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser. We're at first federal field in Champaign right next to Bottenfield Elementary School. The new pitcher on the mound, as I mentioned, right before the break, Samara MacArthur. Her first action on, on the hill tonight with her team trailing 10-1, to 1, bases loaded here in the top of the sixth, Wampler leading Coons. And when uh, Coons head coach Jim Riley called her over and gave her the ball. She got a big smile on her face as if to say, you really want me to pitch? So I think she's having a good time out there. Excited about this opportunity to get her team out of a jam. Nobody out. Pitch is just high. Over at third base, Ashton Long. Excuse me, Ashton Long scored recently. So scoring is Sakura. The courtesy runner for Carduck and Ashton Long have all scored. Here's a fly ball to left. Good grab out there in left field by Tate Sauer. Not going to be in time to get the runner on the tag up. That's not Tate Sauer out in left field. We'll figure who that is, but good grab out there. We'll figure out who that is so we can get him credit for the nice catch out there in left to get the out. Nice. That's not good enough to see that number. So Samara MacArthur comes in. Gets it out. Now they've changed the score, but there are two outs. So there are two outs now, 11-1. to one. Coming in to score is Garen Barker. Ball gets away. Moving up to third is Sammy Kang. Moving up to second is the courtesy runner for Paxson O'Malley. And that's Collins Rush. So two outs, one ball, no strikes, 11-1 to one our score. Pitch is high. 
2-0 the count. I believe that's Isaiah Allen out there in left field, number 12, who made that great grab. Nice job. Just settled under it. Didn't panic with the bases loaded. Got it back in quickly, but was hit too deep to get the double, the double runner off at home on the sack fly. And a wild pitch. Runner comes home to score, and that is Sammy Kang. So we've had five runs come across the dish here in the top of the sixth inning for Wampler Property Management, leading Coons now 12-1. to Sakura occurs here in for Carduck. Ashton Long, here's a ground ball to the shortstop. Throws across the diamond. And the home panel partner said safe. J.D. Shalandi with another good play, but the runner beat it just ahead of time. That is Luke Monahan with an infield single. And give him the RBI as well as O'Malley comes in to score. One out. one out. See, I thought there was only one out. Still one out, but it's 12 to 1 now, but only one runner on base. Bases were loaded. Ball just barely scoots away. Here's a throw down to second base, not in time. Bounces off the runner. Now barely goes into the outfield, but over to third is Monahan with one out and at 12 to 1. Logan Schubert, the catcher. With a 1-0 count, holds the bat just above the knob. No batting gloves, strike. Nice pitch by Samara MacArthur. Just kind of bottom fell out of that one. This is the ninth man to bat here in the sixth. Swing and a miss. Strike two, one ball, two strikes, one out. This is the second time that Wampler has sent at least nine men to the plate. Did so. Back in the fourth, or back in the fourth inning, ball two two count two two the count. MacArthur has really settled down here after you know airmailing some balls in. She's gotten them across the plate, doing a great job. Four walks in the inning. Here's a line drive, nearly took her head off and got by the center fielder. The runs easily going to score. Glad that baseball avoided her head because it was just crushed up the middle. And the runner's going all the way to third base because he all the way past the center field. And now it gets away, and he may come home to score as Schubert. Here's the throw. It will not be in time. And Logan Schubert scores. I don't know. Advanced to home on the, on the throw. Be generous tonight? I, I already wrote it down as a triple, but if we want to call it a Little League home run, we can call it we a We are calling league. it a triple. Our official score, Tim Dittman, so those upset about the official score as a triple, you can reach Tim at 2-1. No, I'm just kidding. That's not, even your, that's not even your area code. I don't even have your cell phone number memorized. hope you're not upset about that. It's quite all right. The triple and then a run on the throw. So six or seven runs have scored here. In the sixth, it's 14-1 to one now. So the game was moving really quickly until we reached the top half of the sixth inning. Collins rush scored this inning as well just recently. Here's a little player popped up the shortstop for the second out. And that is William Sakura. He didn't really call that a line out. It was hit pretty softly. J.D. Shalandi settled under it. Josh Kersell out there at short. Oh, Kersell was pitching earlier. I don't fault you one bit because everyone has moved around a lot. It was Shalandi earlier. William Carduck steps into the dish. Has not been on the mound for a long, long time. Looked really sharp on the mound through five innings. you got to wonder if this long layoff could impact him 
His ability to throw strikes in the bottom of the sixth. Swing and a miss. The bases are empty. Two outs, top of the sixth, 14 to 1 our score. Wampler over Coons. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Cardock struck out in the third, walked in the fourth, walked and scored in this inning. Here's the pitch. Ball in the dirt, gets away from the catcher. So Sakura led off this inning. He just lined out to the sh to the shortstop, Kersell. So he has batted twice in this inning. Carduck's second at bat of this inning. So if my math is correct, they've had 11 men come to plate here in the top of the sixth inning. Ball bounces in front of the plate and bounces right back to the catcher after hitting the backstop. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Top of the sixth inning. Can Carduck extend the inning? Seven runs have crossed. Here's the pitch from MacArthur, which is high. Samara MacArthur. I believe this is the third pitcher of the inning for Coons. Or this is the second. Three pitchers in the inning for Coons to try to get out of this jam they've been in. Here's the pitch. In the dirt, ball four, and a 3-2 pitch with two outs. Samara MacArthur walks Carduck. It's Carduck's third walk of the game, the second walk in this inning for Carduck. And this time he stays on the base pass. Ashton Long with his second at bat of the inning. Pitch outside, the lefty. Again, does not wear any batting gloves. Gray pants. Stands about the somewhere near the middle of the batter's box from the left-hand side. Swing and a miss. Strike one, one and one the count. Good cut there by Long. Wampler's had the bases loaded a couple of times in this inning. Right now, just Carduck down on first base. Here's the pitch outside. Good job by the catcher. Sathias McCary. The Hunter Green belt. Hunter Green pads. Hunter Green chest protector. Hunter Green camo arm sleeve. Here's a throw down to second base. Will they get Carduck? Not in time. The throw was short of second base. I mentioned that McCary is a Michigan State fan, you said. He wears his colors proudly. The green and white, Tom Izzo. Or is it Mark D'Antoni? D'Antonio. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Ashton Long after pitch down and in. Good pitch by Samara MacArthur. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Seven runs have already crossed here in the top of the sixth inning. Wampa leads 14-1 over Coons. Pitch is high off the backstop on another walk. Ashton Long goes over to first base. So he has two at-bats in this inning. This is the 13th batter to reach home plate here in the top of the sixth inning. One of the longest half innings I think I've seen. And we're going to have a different catcher come into the game, it looks like. Sathias McCary may be getting tired out there. Throws his, throws his batting out, his, his uh, catcher's mask. Just getting tired. Well, some more changes. J.D. Shalandi coming into pitch here. Jacob Bradley going to catch for Coons. So we'll take a break. We'll let Shalandi get warmed up here. We're still in the top of the sixth inning. Two outs, 14-1. to one. Our score, two runners aboard Ashton Long and Wilhelm William Carduck. Stay with us. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. 
Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on News Talk 1400 DWS. Stepping in the pitch for Coons, A.D. Shalandi. His first action on the on the fourth pitcher here, just the top of the sixth inning alone. Seven runs of score. Property management had the base loaded a couple of times. Two out. Coons really struggling here in the sixth inning, just was unable to get out of the jams. Wampler has opened this one up. Now batting was Garen Barker, his second at bat of the inning. A little pop-up over to second base. Samara MacArthur makes the grab to end the inning, but not before quite a bit of damage has been done here in the top of the sixth inning. Seven runs come in on just three hits, several walks. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Wampler leading 14-1 over Coon to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Tim Dittman, Michael Kaiser with you. Our second broadcast of the season. These two teams have combined for four for six rainouts. Four for Womp Wampler, two for Coons. Made up about three of them. It's been a wet, rainy, chilly spring here in East Central Illinois, really in a widespread area. But these teams are a beautiful evening tonight, 75 degrees when we got started. 14-1 to 1 our score. Samara MacArthur steps up for Coons. As they try to get something going here, try to at least end the game fighting down 13 runs. Swing and a miss by MacArthur. Only her second at bat of the night. She's played the field for some time, though. Just pitched in the last inning and caught the final out of the top of the sixth. Little line up to second. Get no batting gloves for Samara. Yeah, she's taking some real good swings up there. She is she is not being uh, shy at all. I mean, even if it's a little high up out of the zone, she's taking a rip at it. Here's the pitch. Inside. Steps back out of the batter's box to get out of the way of that one. Two and two the count to the leadoff hitter. Paxson O'Malley now on the mound for Wampler. Swing and a miss. Struck her out. So she goes 0 for 2. Two strikeouts on this Wednesday evening. Stepping up. Looks like Isaiah Allen. Allen had a single that it was out at third base on a line out in the first inning. Line drive to the second baseman. Can't get it. Just bounces away from it the last second. So at the second hit of the game for Isaiah Allen, two singles. So grounded out to third. Or to first, excuse me, back of the fourth. So let's real quickly give the numbers for Will Carduck. He, has a, he had a great game on the mound. And we'll give them to you after this pitch here. O'Malley brings it home. Strike one. Carduck goes five innings, one run on three hits, one walk, five strikeouts. Those are great numbers. Not sure what his pitch count was at, but he was off the mound for a really long time when those seven runs came across in the top half of the inning. Really no reason to throw him out there at that point, up 14-1. to one. Pitches inside. One and one the count with one out here in the bottom of the sixth, the last hope for Coons. I believe this is Josh Cursell, but again, a lot of things have changed here in the last inning or so. I can't see his number at this point. Yeah, they said someone said, come on, Josh. So we were good to go there. Just try to get these names right for these kids. You know? it's, it's the least we can do. They want to come back and listen to the podcast later. So here's a ground ball. The ball gets in the dirt. Throw it down to second base, not in time. 
knocked away from the catcher. If you can find these podcasts at our website, WDWS.com. There's a little ground ball. Pitcher can't get it to the second baseman. Throws over to first in time for the second out. Over to the third base is Isaiah Allen. So you've got a single advanced to second on the pass ball. Now over to third on the ground out. Four to three, Kersell is retired. Two outs here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Jacob Riley comes in for Coons. Here's the pitch from O'Malley. Here's a fly ball to left. And Jacob Riley comes in to make the grab. Excuse me, Jacob Riley, but the inning game is over. Jacob flies out to left to end the game. That's Micah Kang out there making the Micah grab. Micah Kang. Excuse me. Sorry, Micah. 14-1 is our final. Coons falls to Wampler Property Management. These two teams have met three times this season. They split the first two matchups. Wampler dominates tonight. Seven runs in the top of the sixth inning. Broke this game wide open. And Coons was just did not have a chance to recover after that. 14-1 uh, to 1 is our final. Uh, really the star of the game was uh, Wilhelm Carduck, the pitcher for Wampler, just really dominated in those five innings. We mentioned his stats a couple minutes ago, but uh, he was working quickly. He had a great pace to him, and Coons just really could never figure him out. Yeah, really, you hit the nail on the head. Those are the two storylines of the game. Some great pitching by Wampler, and uh, the two, three, four, and five hitters for Wampler uh, really getting the job done. Uh, There's something like a, a combined 9 for 14 or something like that. I don't have the exact numbers, but they did a heck of a job tonight. And, and no disrespect to Coons either. I mean, you know, they, they got some, some good cuts up there. Um, they they were in good positions. They just couldn't string those hits together to, to, to get some runs across. And, you know, it, it's fairly early on in the Little League season, and there's still about a month and a half left to go before, before the championship game. So this will be a learning experience for Coons, and no doubt they'll get better. Well, two innings tonight, Wampler had double-digit batters. In the fourth, Wampler had 10 men come to the plate, and in the sixth, they had 13. And that's really the story of the game from an offensive standpoint for Wampler. Again, 14 runs, only give up one on the night. And uh, it was a, it was kind of a close game early. You know, when they hung around for a while, uh, did Coons. But Coons only could have mustered on the night uh, like three, four hits on the night. And the Coons just really couldn't get anything going offensively, and they and dropped a 3-5 and five on the season. Uh, but a beautiful night uh, for a Little League baseball here tonight. It was finally the weather's starting to turn. We know what the weekend, Mother's Day weekend was really just awful. A rain, chilly weather, not the kind of Little League weather you want to see. But uh, 75 degrees at first pitch tonight, and hope that's a sign of things to come for the next month or so. You know, if the kids have fun, if the adults have fun, if the weather holds up, that's that's all that matters. It's just having fun. Yep. Yeah, that's what we're doing tonight, what we did tonight. Six rainouts already between these two teams, uh, but no rain anywhere near us tonight. Our next broadcast of Little League Baseball here on Newstalk 1400 DWS will be on Monday. Dodds versus Brown and Russo over at McFarland Field. We referenced McFarland. Where would you rank that on your rankings, Tim? I think was it number one? Number one, it's number one on my rankings as well because they feed us really well over there. It's a nice field, and it's just a good, always a great atmosphere over McFarland Field on the north side of town. That's coming up 6 o'clock on Monday night. Evan Kahn, Allie Adams will have the broadcast. Tim and I will be back uh, next week here once again at Botten Field, or two weeks from t- uh, on the 28th, two weeks from yesterday. We'll be right back here on doing a little more little league baseball here on DWS. 
Thanks to Tim Dippin. Great broadcast as always. Thanks to Blake Landa back at the News Gazette Media Center in downtown Champaign for running the controls tonight, getting us that wrestling music. I'm Michael Kaiser. Thanks most of all for listening. You can find this broadcast at our website, WDWS.com. Have a great night, everybody. You're listening, you've been listening to the first federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup here on DWS. The first federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on Newstalk 1400 DWS has been brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank, serving Champaign County since 1908. And by Pella Window Store, proudly supplying Pella windows and doors for the past 50 years to East Central Illinois. A podcast of tonight's game will soon be available at our website, WDWS.com. Your home for the best in local sports coverage is Newstalk 1400. WDWS Champaign-Urbana, a News Gazette media station.